My Mug episode 394 on Monday the 30th of May 2016. I am your host as always, Stephen Layton. Welcome to In My Mug, welcome to the news. You may notice that I say that part as if it just rolls off the tongue and it's time, I think, to refresh and reinvigorate In My Mug. We have many plans coming up. Um, you've also sent me lots of emails with suggestions. We've also had a few ideas here, so we're going to be mixing it up. Uh, expect episode 400, 401 to be a little different. Um, anyway, this week's news. Um, Costa Ricas are here. Um, this week's in my muggies one, in fact. Uh, so expect to see more of them going on the website and expect to see more of them on in my mug. They are tasting absolutely phenomenal. I'm so, so excited about them. Um, and I hope you are too. Um, the 7th of June, write it in your diary. Uh, are you in Manchester? If you are in Manchester, we're going to be doing a cupping with some uh, very special lots from El Salvador. Um, and I'm also going to be recording a live in my mug there. Uh, come drink coffee, come say hi, come buy me a beer at Port Street Beer House afterwards. Um, it would be very good. Start at 7 o'clock on the 7th, so you should come. Um, next week's In My Mug is going to be a little bit different. Um, it's a blend. Um, we, we have an interesting video that I recorded a couple of weeks ago with a member of Team Wiggins, the cycling team, who helped us build the blend, and I hope that you're excited about that. And that was the news. Um, now it's time for Focus On, and for this week for Focus On, I'm feeling lazy, so I'm going to show you a video, and the video is about pup natural processing, and in particular for this week's coffee, honey processing. Hello and welcome to the third in the coffee processing videos we have done and today we're going to be looking at pub natural or semi-washed coffee. Cherries are picked from the trees and cleaned. They are cleaned so the producer can separate the unripe, overripe and damaged cherries and remove any soil, twigs, leaves or dirt. They are pulped using either a traditional water pulper as used in washed coffee or dry pulped similar to those that are used in the mechanically scrubbed coffee. Here you can decide exactly how much mucilage you wish to remove. When a high amount of mucilage is left on, it's often referred to as the honey process, with less pulp natural. Honey process is popular in places where water is scarce, in places like Costa Rica. Once pulped, the seeds are then taken to dry, either on Indian raised beds or on patios with that mucilage layer still on the coffee. The reason for choosing the pulp natural process is it tends to give more body than a washed coffee but is cleaner and more balanced than a natural coffee. This can be particularly good for coffees that are going to be used in espresso. But like natural processing, it's important to keep the coffee rotating and drying evenly or over fermentation or mould can occur and damage the final cup. Once dried, the coffee is hauled of its parchment and bagged and then sent to roasters around the world to enjoy. And that's it, Pulp Natural Process. So that saves me a heap of time having to tell you what honey and pulp natural processing is. Um, you've saw a little video that's told you all about it. Um, which means I can focus on telling you about one of my favorite coffees returning. Um, <clears throat> Costa Rica Finca de Licho is a coffee that I first bought back in 2007, I think it was, um, in the Cup of Excellence auction. Um, many, many moons ago, kind of scary to think nine years ago. Um, that year it finished fourth and 
really, really happy that for the eighth time we can present it to you in a non-Cup of Excellence form. Um, been working very closely with the brothers there. Um, Licho is a coffee that I think shows the development of has been a lot, buying first of all in Cup of Excellence, then buying through an importer, and then the importer dropping it, um, and uh, being able to buy uh, from the brothers directly, uh, which we've been doing, I say directly, it's kind of, it's through an exporter, um, uh, the exporter really helps us getting coffees out of there, but also is a great link between the brothers and me. Um, like always, my phone rings halfway through, and um, yeah, we've been buying directly. It's grown by a, a group of a group of brothers called the Aguilera Brothers, and they're from the region of Naranjo, where we buy a lot of coffee um, in the volcanic northern Cordillas Corridor uh, of the Western Valley. It's really on the border of the Western Central Valley. It's really kind of stuck between the two. And the farm has an altitude of 1,500 metres, um, and the varietals uh, have been very carefully kind of picked out. You have uh, some Villa Sarchi and some Katura. Um, the Katura is around about 30%. Villa Sarchi is a Bourbon mutation um, that uh, comes from Costa Rica, grows particularly well there, and um, is very common in Costa Rica, grows super well. As we've seen in the video, uh, this is honey processed, uh, kind of like the Pulp Natural. Um, you saw that in focus on. Um, but this is really necessary in Costa Rica because there is a limited amount of water. Um, it is a very precious resource and something that they don't like to wait, um, particularly in the area of Naranjo. So this method really suits. There are some dangers with it. It can clump together. You have to turn it regularly. It's very easy to go over fermented and to kind of go nasty and kind of a little bit like a baby's nappy. But if it's turned regularly and it's done by people that know what they're doing, um, over fermentation is kind of stopped and not something that you see so much and really the Aguilera brothers they are legends at it if <clears throat> some of the best honey I've ever seen is done by these guys they're super skilled um, they really really know their stuff they do do a little bit of washed and a little bit of natural never been super impressed with the lots that I've seen of those um, their main 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 focus is honey in, um, and that's because they're just so so good at it um, so we should go through the numbers, I guess. Um, the coffee, of course, comes from Costa Rica. Um, the farm is called Finca de Licho. It is owned by the Aguilera family. Um, the nearest kind of city is Naranjo. The nearest region is uh, Algira. Um, it is around about 28 hectares in size, of which nine hectares is coffee. Um, it has an altitude of 1,500 meters above sea level. The varietals are Villa Sarchi and Catura. Um, it is a honey processed, um, it is a yellow honey processed, um, that just means that they removed a fair bit of mucilage but not lots and lots, um, and I think that's pretty much it. So now it's time to go to the map bit, I'm disappointed with this week's map bit, I'm, I kind of, I know it, um, but the, the Google Earth that day was not so friendly to us, so let's go do the map bit. You're off then. Up, up and away. So we're going up into the sky and there's good old Blighty. And we're going our familiar route across the Atlantic. Um, 
And to Central America, I'm so pleased the Centrals are back. This makes me incredibly happy. Um, and we're going to go to one of my favourite farms. I, as I said in the in my mug, probably my top five, one of my top five coffees of ever. So, um, and definitely my favourite coffee from Costa Rica. So we're going to zoom down into Costa Rica and we're going to look at the facts. It's known as the hummingbird capital with over 52 different species. That's dafter than Roland's dafter. So, um, yeah, let's go down to the farm level. And obviously Angelina is one of the family farms and we can see Angelina there and we can see Licho there, um, both owned by... By, by the family and they're very very close to each other they, there's literally a road in between them to border and if google earth was any good we'd be able to see the road but google earth decided to go a little bit vague here um you can see that there's not a lot of detail so what we're going to do is zoom down to ground level and you can look at the typography so there you can see all of the typography and we can see that the highest point there but interesting the lowest point so below sea level in the caves of Barahunda National Park so um, I'm going to check that out next time let's have a whiz round here so you can see the two farms at either side there's a road in the middle that you can't see um, but really that's around about 1500 metres you're looking at there which is fairly standard for the coffee grown regions of Costa Rica um, you know see like 11 to like 17, 18 I think I've seen as high as 2000, um, but that's in Tarazoo. But there we go. That was the map bit. Okay, so it's time for Roland's Daft Fact of the Week. I'm always scared when it's Roland's Daft Fact of the Week. Each year in Naranjo, there is a festival called the Virgin of the Lourdes, where many, many people travel from all over Costa Rica. The Virgin de Lourdes. Where does he find these facts from? Oh well, it's time to whack you on pause. It's time to go and get tasting delicious coffee. And I'm going to be back with you in just a minute. We are back. We are back with espresso. Mmm, lovely espresso. Mmm. Now this espresso is kind of like last week's espresso in the Kenyan that I pulled the funny face at, but with the good bits put in. So you get acidity. This is raspberry, like sharp raspberry. But it's counteracted with a beautiful milk chocolate, like melted milk chocolate, because the honey process has made this super thick and creamy. So it's not just acidity, it's sweetness at the same time. And I think it's phenomenal. I really do. Lovely sweetness, lovely milk chocolate sweetness there. And the cappuccino, just cappuccino beard. Um, just makes it even more sweeter. So you get the beautiful sweetness of the milk, working with that raspberry that it still comes through. You definitely get uh, milk chocolate, but you also get uh, like a sugar sweetness as well. It's mmm, delish. Mums, mums. That's Swedish for yummy. Um, and into the brewed coffee. Now, like always, this is where this coffee shows most of what it shows on the cupping table. So you get a beautiful 
acidity, raspberry. But I, my cupping notes for this coffee is like a raspberry pavlova because of the white sugar sweetness, the raspberry. Um, you still get a little bit of the chocolate, but that's more in the aftertaste. It's kind of the mouthfeel and the texture, but it really has that white sugar sweetness and delicious raspberry just running all the way through it. I I love this coffee so much. I, I, lo I love the brothers so much. They're great people and they're super friendly. I love that they have a football pitch on the farm. Um, I love that I went on a Saturday and they couldn't come and see me because they were playing football. Um, yeah, they're cool, cool guys and uh, we love, well I love working with them and I hope you love their coffee. Okay, we are done. Thank you very much for joining me, as always, and do remember, life is definitely too short for bad coffee.